You do know I'm a little older now since January the 3rd. Her name is Braylon Louise. Amen. Rachel's name is Rachel Janelle. All right. Amen. If ever I had to make a mistake, Rachel, that was a good mistake to me right there. Amen. Come on, let's 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 go to work on this word uh, today. Let's let's look at this text. I want to look at three verses again, real quick, from Matthew chapter 14. We'll look at verses 21, 22, and 23. Just three verses, real quick, of Matthew chapter 14. Uh, real quickly, this is it. Matthew chapter 20, chapter 14, beginning at verse number 22. And straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship to go before him unto the other side while he went while he sent the multitude away verse 23 and when he had sent the multitude away he went up into a mountain apart to pray and when evening was come he was there alone verse 24 but the ship was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves for the wind was contrary Union Wesley I want to share with you this morning this first Sunday in the year of 2020 I want to share with you this thought this is our year of great opportunities this is our year of great opportunities would you say that with me and listen if you don't believe it then don't say it but if you believe it this is our year of great opportunities Union West I think you can do better than that let's say it again this is our year of great opportunities amen if I was TD Jakes I'd say get ready get ready get ready uh, but I'm Brian Relford, I'm not T.D. Jake, so I'm saying this is our year of great opportunities. I would dare say today without fear or contradiction that all of us up in here are looking for some opportunities in 2020. All of us are looking for some breakthroughs to happen in 2020 all of us are looking for something to turn in our favor in the year 2020 you don't have to say man I know I'm right we all want some opportunities in some areas of our life this year amen the opportunity to start something. The opportunity to own something. Do I have a witness in the house this morning? The opportunity to complete or to finish something. The opportunity to go back to school. The opportunity to get a higher degree of education the opportunity to get out of debt amen well you ain't got no debt collector calling your cell phone 
And how many of you know that they do know your cell number? Anybody looking for the opportunity to grow in ministry? You don't want to stay where you are. The opportunity for promotion. The opportunity for advancement or the opportunity to move forward in some area of your life. Somebody's looking for an opportunity to get married this year. Now hear me, if you already married, you can't say a man right there. Somebody else is looking for the opportunity to get out of a toxic relationship. All of us are looking for, waiting for, hoping for, and even praying for opportune moments to come in our lives this year. Am I right about it? The right time, the right place, and the right circumstances to go our way hear me somebody not somebody else's way but I'm talking about the right things and circumstances to go my way anybody in here tired of things going right for everybody else but you anybody you are ready for some things to go right your way listen I ain't hating on nobody else listen I pray God blesses you I pray you get your opportunities but listen I'm a little selfish right here there's some opportunities that I got my eye on that I'm expecting God to bring them this year my way Amen. Listen, I'm praying for you. I hope you get it. But I'm praying for myself too that opportunities will come this year my way. I'm talking about opportunities that result in progress. Opportunities that result in forward movement. Because I ain't talking about going back. I'm talking about going forward. I'm not talking about going under, but I'm talking about going over. I'm talking about opportunities that cause me to progress and advance in some area of my life. Now, can I be a little bit didactic? Can I teach for just a moment? Somebody say, that's all right. Because hear me, I'm going to teach anyway, whether you say it's all right or not. Hear me, the etymology of the word opportunity. The origin of the word opportunity. Hear me somebody, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but hear me, everything ain't an opportunity. Everything that you say is an opportunity is not necessarily an opportunity in the eyes of Almighty God. Are you with me? So let's deal with the etymology or the origin of the word opportunity. Hear me, hundreds of years ago, when people mainly live near oceans or bodies of water, that is when the word opportunity was first coined or first used. It came from a time when ships needed to wait until the tide came in. 
before heading out onto its destination. Are you listening to me, Union Wesley? Nudge your neighbor and tell them, wake up, you got to hear this. The Latin word for opportunity was two words. The two words were opportune. Opportune, which describes the perfect moment when time and the ocean's tide converge for the ship to leave its dock and to get underway where it needed to go. It was said when the right time and the right roughness of the tide came together, it would allow a ship that was docked and sitting, hear me somebody, to be pushed out onto its journey to lead to the destination that was designed for it. Hear me this, are y'all listening to me this morning? A ship was settled where it was, but where it was, was not where it needed to go. But the ship could not move from where it was until the tide from the ocean came in. And the tide from the ocean is what pushed it out to get it to the destination it was headed to. If the tide is needed, then an opportunity is not every situation that's going perfect. Hear me somebody, an opportunity is not when everything is going right. An opportunity is not when everything is going appropriately. An opportunity is not when everything is going as it should. According to the etymology of the word opportunity, there is a need for a tide to come in. There's a need for some rough waters to come in in order to push your behind out. In order to push you on to your destination, the tide has got to come in. If you're going to go out, then the tide, the rough waters... You'll have to say, man, I'm going to preach this one today, y'all. The tide has got to come in. Opportunity doesn't happen when things are calm. Opportunity doesn't happen when things are going as they should. Opportunity happens when things get rough. Opportunity happens when things get a little bumpy. Opportunity happens when things get difficult. Let me help somebody when you're in a struggle. Get ready for your opportunity. When you are faced with obstacles, get ready for your opportunities. When you're going through hardships, get ready for your opportunity. When you go through rough times in your life, get ready for your opportunity. You had to say amen. That's the etymology of the word because... You can only have an opportunity when rough waters come and push us out where it is we are planned and destined to go. Is there anybody in here this morning who feels a little push in some area of your life? And listen, is there anybody here today, maybe, maybe it's not a push, but somebody feels like you're being shoved. 
Hear me, somebody. You need to know that an opportunity will push you. And an opportunity will shove you sometimes. Somebody needs to say, I know that's right. Hear me, the struggle that you're in might just be the opportunity that God is creating for you to go to a new destination that he has for you. That you can never get to this destination without a push and without a shove. Somebody needs to look back over 2019. And to thank the Lord for every struggle and thank the Lord for every push. Thank the Lord for every time he shoved you because without the struggle, you would have stayed where you are. But thank you, Jesus, that you shoved me. Thank you, Lord, that you pushed me. And when I look back over my life, and I look back over 2019 and I see where I am in 2020. I am where I am because the Lord pushed me and he shoved me is what he did. Somebody needs to say amen. You and I were pushed into some things. We didn't decide to do it. We were pushed and we were shoved into some things. So I say again, everything people say is an opportunity is not an opportunity. Because everything and everybody doesn't push you like you need to be pushed. Everything and everybody doesn't give you the holy shove that you need. Some situations and some people are happy if we just stay where we are and like we are. Okay, I'm back to this etymology of the word. Opportunity. The ship was settled at the dock, but needed to go somewhere other than where it was settled. Hear me, somebody. If, if where you are is not where you're destined to be, then hear me. The God that I serve will ordain or he will orchestrate or he will allow a tide to come in to come into your life to come and get you so that you and I who are settled might get the push that we need to get to where it is that God wants us to go hear me somebody God loves you God loves me too much to let me stay in some places that I've become settled in he loves you and me too much to let us stay in some places that are beneath your destiny. They're beneath your potential. They're beneath the fact that you are a peculiar people and a holy and a royal generation. So God allows a situation to come in and to get us and to push us out where we're settled. God wants us to leave where we are and to get to where God wants us to be. God wants us, Union Wesley, to raise up out of where we're settled. God wants to move us on from where we've gotten comfortable and where we've gotten too familiar. God says, I got a place that I want to take you. And you can only go if you cease to be comfortable where you are 
I got good news for somebody. The layoff was your opportunity. The breakup was your opportunity. The struggle was your opportunity. Hear me somebody. Opportunity is when adversity and urgency come together to introduce us to an ability that we didn't even know we had. Can I say that one more time y'all? An opportunity is when adversity and urgency come together to introduce you and me to an ability you didn't even know you had it. God might be allowing a storm as an opportune moment in your life to get out of you an ability that he has placed in you. And the only way to get it out of you He's got to put us in a situation that will extract from us the ability that God has placed inside of you. Hear me somebody, you didn't know that you could pray like that until you got the opportunity. You didn't know that you could forgive like that until you got the opportunity. You did not know you could be this patient until you got the opportunity. And you did not know that you could love your enemies until you got the opportunity. God is trying to get something out of you. God is trying to get something out of me that we are not even aware that it's in you. Sometimes I am an enigma to myself. Sometimes I don't know Brian like I think I know Brian. But God has a way of pulling stuff out of me that I didn't even know it was there. God is trying to get something out of us. In this text we see a God-ordained opportunity that comes about through a storm. The disciples are given instructions to get in a boat and to go to the other side. They are aided in reaching the other side by a storm. Did you hear what I said? They are aided in reaching the other side by a storm. Let me tell you what the other side represents. When you see the expression of the side and it's related to the Lord Jesus Christ. In all of the synoptic gospels, that just means Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John ain't in the synoptics, but in the synoptic gospels of the side, it always represents Jesus leaving Jewish territory and he's going or he's about to go into Gentile territory whenever you see the phrase going to the other side and it's connected to Jesus he's always leaving Jewish territory going into Gentile territory somebody might be saying what does that have to do with anything Jesus is a Jew who has no business being able to go into Gentile
Gentile territory. But hear me, it was Jesus stepping into territory that other people said he had no business being in this territory. All I'm trying to say right here is God is about to take you in 20 and 20 into territory that other people said you ain't got a right to be here. But God says I'm taking you some places that other people have written you off. Other people have declared you can't do it. Other people said it won't be done. You don't know the God that I serve. He's taken me into territory that other people said I could not go in. Hear me. He's taken you and your black and beautiful self. He's taken you even though you were raised by a single parent. He's taken you even though you came from the hood. He's taking you. Even though you experienced bankruptcy, even though you lost your job, even though you lost your house, that don't matter. God is taking you into territory. Yeah. That other people said, you don't have a right to be here. Yeah. They said you would never do it. They said you never own your own business. You never go back to school. You'll never get your life together. You'll never get off drugs. You'll never be sober. You'll never lose weight. It'll never be a vibrant, healthy ministry. The devil is a liar. If God says I'm going to the other side, then hear me. You better look out because here I come. You ought to look at where you are. But if you could only see where God wants to take you, it would blow your mind going to the other side. You need, you need to tell somebody, take a good look at me because God is about to take me into some territory. That other people said I would never be in. Listen, in 2020, stop listening to the wrong people. Stop listening to people who are always telling you what you can't do. Listen, stop texting them. Stop calling them. You better listen to the Lord and what the Lord told you he was going to do. Are y'all with me? The text says in verse 22, Jesus gives some instructions to two sets of groups, two sets of people. The text says he tells his disciples to get in a boat and go to the other side. They will face a storm. Jesus knows it, but he doesn't tell them. But then the Bible says Jesus dismisses the crowd that he has just finished feeding 5,000. He dismisses them and he sends the disciples in a boat to go to the other side. Jesus knows they're about to go in a storm, but he dismisses the crowd in another direction. So the disciples he sends to a boat in a storm. And the crowd he sends in another direction where there is no storm. Amen. Jesus, I, 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 I thought that you loved 
your disciples. And hear me, if you love me, I think you ought to protect me. If I'm your disciple, I think, I think that, that you ought to demonstrate your love by protecting me from some things. Listen, if these are your boys, I think you ought to protect them. If, if, if these are those who have become your family, I believe Jesus, you ought to protect them. He sends the crowd away from the storm. Sends the disciples in to a storm. Have you ever wondered why some people don't catch H-E-double-L? Come on, talk to me for just a moment. You ever wonder why some people seem like they don't never have a struggle? Am I by myself this morning? I mean, listen, come on. You, you trying to live right. You're committed to the Lord. You're dedicated to him. You're trying to grow in your walk with him. You come to church every Sunday. You give your tithes and your offering. But it seems like every time I turn around, some issues and some problems that are staring me right in the face I mean like come on Lord I'm with you and that joker over there never pray never come to church never give you anything and they seem like they ain't got a problem in the world what's up with that is anybody with me today Anybody wonder, Lord, come on now. Why is it that once I get my tires on my car, that's when my garage door get broken. Once I get the garage door fixed, the ceiling start leaking. Once I get that fixed, they send me something about tuition is late. Come on, God. Thank you, Union Wesley. I thought I, thought I was by myself today. I mean, I, I, I thought I was the only one that had struggles and trials that seemed like they pop up like popcorn all the time. But hear me, and I'm done. Jesus sends the disciples in a storm and the crowd in the opposite direction of the storm for one reason. Jesus sends the disciples in a storm, the crowd away from the storm for one reason. Hear me somebody, the crowd can't handle a storm. Hear me somebody, and, and, and the crowd don't deserve a storm. I told you that storms are a part of the opportunity that God has created to get us to the other side. But, 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 but if you ain't going nowhere, you don't need no storm. If you just going back to where you came from, you don't need no storm. If all you want to do is the same old, same old, you don't need no storm. But if you're trying to get somewhere, if you're trying to do better, if you're trying to go somewhere, then the only way you go get there, you gotta have, you must have some storms in your life to push you so that you might get to the other side. I'm done, Union Wesley, but before you judge.
judge me before you judge me because of what I'm going through before you say he ain't living right I need you to understand don't you judge me because you might wish you were me because God is taking me somewhere through my storms and my struggles is there anybody here that believes in 20 and 20 God is taking me somewhere and he uses the storm to push me and to get me and to get you where God wants us to be so listen I've learned I'm, I'm done I really mean it I'm not Baptist today I'm done but I've learned that God uses situations that are difficult and hard to push us and to get us where God wants us to be I'm done you know Wesley do you believe God is trying to take you somewhere do you believe that God has a destiny and destination for your life then hear me somebody if you if you really do believe that understand that if where you are doesn't look like the destiny that God has shown you understand it's just a part of your itinerary it is not your destination so listen instead of crying about where you are I've learned in every situation to declare through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus I've learned to trust in God is there anybody here I've had many trials and many sorrows I've had many times of rain but I've learned that the Lord will keep you the Lord will develop you even in the storm.